everybody, it's Gigi. I just would like to say thank you to all the listeners who endured last week's episode. You guys are amazing. Number one, I sounded like shit. And I am just (laughs) glad that y'all took the time to listen to my terrible voice. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Sis, you ready? Yes, I am. Ooh, I'm, I'm, back. Sweaty. I'm back and I am ready to go. So here it is. Oh, oh, okay. You back back. I'm I am back back. Like for real, for real. So you back like too? No, that don't sound right. Never mind. I thought <laughs> I had an old I thought I had an old person saying, but it didn't it didn't it, it, didn't it work came out. in my head. But I couldn't bring it to fruition. So okay, yeah. Let's just let's leave it right there. Um right. so let's give an update on um USC and this college admission scandal. As we uh talked last week, um there were a bunch of Caucasians who were using their Caucasian powers to get their children in school. All mm-hmm. over the United States, and these schools are not having it. Um, Aunt Becky's kids can't go back to USC. Both her and Felicity, them, you know, they done been to jail. They done, pay, they done paid their little bail. They out. Mm-hmm. But USC has placed holes on accounts of students who may be associated with the scheme. This prevents the students from registering for classes, acquiring their transcripts while their cases are under review. The so wait a minute, has... go back. Wait a minute. So mm-hmm. say that again, because I, I, so, I, I, I basically, had so basically, USC, USC has said any of you little sneaky cheat motherfuckers who thought y'all was just gonna come in here because your parents got a few dollars, you can't register for class and you can't get no transcripts until we review your shit. So, boop. So how they gonna know who is who? Like, they doing that for all the students or uh, particular students? Particular students. Particular students. High profile Mm -hmm. students. Them. They said these students have been notified that their status is under review. And following wow. the review, they will take the proper action related to their status up to revoking admission or expulsion. So um they are wow. not for play play. <laughs> was like, wow. I really didn't think nobody um I didn't really didn't think nobody was gonna go this far. But USC was one is the first school that's really going down this route um, to make sure that these um, children get kicked out. That's essentially what they're doing, kicking them out. They said, not on my watch. Mm -mm. Not on my watch. (laughs) I I almost went and Googled USC's dean just to see uh, what what they look like because I was like, man, just, just let it be a brother or sister so I could just sit back and gleam in in this moment <laughs> of magic. So, but no, nah, let me stop. They do, they do deserve every little uh piece of this that they getting. They they deserve it. So, they pay for it. Wow. Um, let's talk a little bit about just with the um, uh. 
<laughs> you sound disappointed. No, I mean, I I saw her uh, press. Well, she she did a video press release. Yeah. So I saw her press release. Um, but go ahead and, and tell the people what's going on for those who don't. <sighs> if you don't know, you probably lost um, in this world. But now a lot of people don't follow her, and a lot of people right. Don't even Some know people who don't even know who she is. Come on now. <laughs> right. And that and was that, no shade to her. It, it's not, no, it's not. She's just not a big enough star for, for a lot of people to care enough about. But um, Just Hilarious is an Instagram comedian. Um, she does a daily little post just with a mess because her news is real. Um, mm-hmm. she, she is also the female lead on the real show that's on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know she's you know she's doing her little thing she's flying around she got comedy dates where she's touring a little bit and so she's in and out of airports and so she um was on a flight last week or towards over the weekend something like that and um she saw four sick s-i-k-h men mm-hmm. wearing turbans boarding the same plane as her um, she goes on her little Insta story and thought she had a moment. Thought she had a moment talking about these guys saying, um, you know, she's uncomfortable not evacuating the plane and all of this stuff. So she gets off the plane very um you know, she after she posted it, everybody on the internet like um, you bogus, you racist, you racially profiling these people. And so she gets back on Instagram. She's like, fuck y'all. Feel I felt threatened and that was it. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. That was her response to people saying you're mm-hmm. racist. Okay. So then she gets back on the plane and those men were no longer on the plane. And she was like, so why were they the only motherfuckers that didn't get back on the plane? I was threatened mm-hmm. by. Um, so the internet mm-hmm. was not for none, and they lit they lit her ass up. They was like, "You have a son. How would you feel if he was racially profiled? You racially profile these men. Most of those men are like um, very peaceful. Did you forget that there was just a shooting in New Zealand where Muslims were attacked? Like, how insensitive are you? Like, they were." going in on her they called it a, a xenophobic and all, all, mm-hmm. all kinds of things so I guess that finally got to her and she went on the interwebs um and like was gave us a semi-tearful yeah. apology saying you know she she was wrong and she probably shouldn't have said that and you know Woo-wop shabam, please forgive me because I don't want to fuck up my bag. So I'm apologizing and leave me alone. Leave now. me alone. Uh, she, <laughs> right. Then she also <laughs> donated some money to the families of the New Zealand um terrorist mm-hmm. attack. Um, I ain't here for it. You're not I here am for not it? here for it. I so number one, I don't think she's funny. Like well, I don't really laugh at her at all. Like at all. Like um, some of the other Insta comedians, and I 
that's my word okay. comedians they uh <laughs> whatever somebody else probably said it already and got a copy written so I'm late um some of them you know they all are not like grab your side funny mm-hmm. all the time but like all her whole career is kind of like built on how D.L. Hughley was known back in the day and that's for talking mm-hmm. about people like all she do is like talk smack about people she's not really creative with her stuff she doesn't give us that creative content and when I mean creative content you have those Jasmine's you have um the watch Jazzy blame it on K-Way La La mm-hmm. Milan who um Pat Ducky or Pat D Lucky or whatever little white boy like they put together these videos with like storylines st- stuff to make us laugh it's like they actually took the time out to write a little mini script to do something she get on here and basically do what we do mm-hmm. you know she talk pull like a little story off the internet tell her little joke and then we supposed to be on the floor laughing but like I really just don't find her funny and um this isn't the first time that I've seen something on the internet about like just how she like judges people so you know you really didn't care about what you said until you realized that it was gonna mess up your money and then you came with this whole situation like I don't know I just feel like we all can feel a certain way, but to take the step to go on the internet and say, oh my God, I'm nervous because these men on the plane, I'm sure after 9-11, those thoughts have gone through people's uh-huh. head, but that don't mean it's, it's right. And you go, you have 4.4 million followers. That's, that's, that's right. what you're going to do? So I'm going to, I don't want to say I'm going to play devil's advocate, but um, I do believe that she is someone who is not cultured and cultured. Am I saying it right? Cultured. Yeah, she's, she's, she's not someone she who's no not culture. cultured. Right, she's uncultured. very uncultured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's just not starting to get a little money and travel and see the world. So, and I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to say that ignorance excuses anything. Because in a court of law, you can't say, I didn't know. But I also feel like um, it's just one of those things where I think her ignorance got the best of her. And I think sometimes, I will mm-hmm. say, sometimes, in her case, it happens a lot. where And, 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 and don't, not just her, but we see it oftentimes with a lot of people where they say things or they make an opinion about something out of ignorance. And so for me, when Mm -hmm. I saw her little press release or whatever, and like she said, and she made the point to say, you know, I'm still new with a lot of this and I'm still learning. It's a lot that I don't know. For me, I just feel like in humanity, we have to give her that. Now, you're not going to keep getting all these passes and you ain't going to be able to say, I don't know, and I'm ignorant. Because what I'm going to need you to do, she says she doesn't have a publicist. This might be your time to get one. To, yeah. She absolutely needs to do something. Because I actually recall her talking about some gay boy um, she, on she the makes internet. A lot of, I think it's uh, like a nut. 
she says a lot of the stuff. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna cancel her. But what I am gonna say is, I'm not giving her as much a pass as um, not as you are giving her. But like ignorance, they say right. is bliss. Like you know, you don't know what in the world is going on. But it's almost impossible to say that in the year 2019 because motherfucker, everybody getting canceled over every little thing they say. Like you could say the sky is blue and somebody will be like well I'm from the clear sky group yeah. and I believe that you are wrong and I can't believe that you would even say that the sky is blue the, it's just the wa- reflection of the water so why would you even say that you are so ignorant yeah. you're canceled this, this, like, this oh, whole uh, canceled um, thing that we're doing is like for the birds and it needs to come to an end. Like mm-hmm. it's like we've got to a place now where we everybody wants everybody like out this is going beyond being politically correct. Mm-hmm. It is 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 going beyond yeah. being politically correct. Now we're this I don't even know what this is. It's like we've got to a place now where we want people to think exactly how we think. And if they think any other way, then yeah. we we want them out. It's like we're almost falling back into groupthink, where you can't have your opinion, mm-hmm. or and not only that, you can't have your opinion, and it's expected for everybody to just know and accept everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yeah, I um, you know. I actually hope she, you know, she takes some time and really starts to think about the things that she's saying before she yeah, says them. Um, just, just like most people who have a social platform, like I even try to catch myself when um, I say something that I think is a little bit too much. I'm like, my bad, because I don't want mm-hmm. y'all canceling. Yeah, us. <laughs> you know, like this one thing. I, you know, I think we have to just go back to that old. Rule of thumb: If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, and right. in that situation, she on the plane, and she's seeing something that's not familiar to her. You can't get mad at her for being nervous or a little anxious. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not. I'm wasn't but, mad but, at the and situation then this because I always need to go on live and be live. Like I understand. She's an influencer, and that's what she do. She mm-hmm. goes online and she's funny, but sometimes it's like, okay, is this funny or is this is this going to be problematic? Yeah, because that was very problematic. problematic. My thing is, but it wasn't so. Like, here's where I would have been like, okay, with the whole situation. Like she said, what she said at the beginning when uh-huh. she was on the plane, if she would have stopped there. And not just kept saying, fuck y'all, I feel the way right. I fucking feel. I was fucking threatened. Like, she was coming so hard at her own mm-hmm. followers and people, you know, that were watching that, like, I just felt like, okay, this is her stance. And then for you to, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You're really not sorry for what you said. You're sorry with how everything mm-hmm. played out. And it's a it's a clear difference. But- so... 
I don't want to just drag her. She did say that she um, she's donating fifteen thousand dollars to the to the family that, the families that were um, affected in the that shooting that happened. So I will give her credit for not because sometimes you know people uh, go on people will do something messed up that's problematic. We've seen it a hundred times, and they'll come back and they'll apologize. And that'd be it. So I will give her mm-hmm. two points. Just two. For saying, okay, I saw what I did. I realized it was wrong. I've talked to people and I'm willing to donate. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm paying for my mistake. So I give her that. Okay, what's next? We didn't get just too much time. See, um, in um, in this week's episode, apparently we're talking about those who need oh, to God. be canceled. Uh, <laughs> the next on the list is Daniel Caesar. Oh, now, this. I love I Daniel too. Caesar's music. <laughs> oh, you I, said did <laughs> you? She like I'm nah, done uh-uh. already. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really love his music. He's a very talented young man. Um, his looks don't match his voice, mm-hmm. which is okay, because we we still rocking. Like, we was all cool. We didn't know what you looked like. We was like, this right. dude is dope. Then we saw you, we was like, damn, we wish he was fine, but it's okay. Your music is well, he was still young, good. So, I didn't care. so we go listen to him. Yeah, but I mean, come on, we all like something True. to look at. Anyway, he was on live last night or whatever and I don't even he was like he wanted to know if like rich people were on and then he just went in on some kind of rant that didn't make sense but he woke up to being canceled so basically he would say it and I quote why are we being so mean to white people it's a serious question why is it why is it that we're allowed to be rude and disrespectful to everyone else when anyone returns any type of energy to us, that's not equality. I don't <laughs> want to be treated like I can't take a joke. I just went through that fucking Chappelle shit. And what that means is um, Dave Chappelle basically called him gay when he was <laughs> when he was on a uh, Instagram live with Don Mayer. Which, hey, Dave Chappelle goes through with a fuck. Right. Dave Chappelle <laughs> got to say, so whatever. And uh, so he kept saying, but John, and I had to like in a moment acknowledge. I'm about to cut you off, but John Mayer and mm-hmm. David Chappelle cool. Yeah, they are cool. So Chappelle could have been just acting a clown on Instagram Live, but he could have just been calling Daniel Caesar gay. Who knows? It's Dave Chappelle. <laughs> um, but he um goes on to say, people are allowed to say what the fuck they want, and I'm allowed to feel how I want. But am I going to fight them or am I going to accept what they have to say and keep it moving? Um, I see what you're saying that white people have been mean to us in the past. What are you going to do about that? Tell me what you're going to do about that. Are we winning right now as a culture? Are we popular in society? We're not. And you can't win the game by choosing to not accept the winning team strategy. You have to acknowledge their strategy and build a strategy on top of that. What's what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Strategy. This is 
strategy. Winning team. Winning team. They the winning team. They're the um, team. Here's, here's, here's what I got to say about this. Sometimes people just have to stick to their craft, okay? Everybody is not an activist. Everybody doesn't know how to put words in the right <laughs> thought and pull it all together where it makes sense. And, I, you know, this is a Kanyeism. That's what I'm going to call it. He um had a good intention of saying, you know, just because somebody was mean to you don't mean you have to be mean to them. You know, you don't have to keep that same energy, blah, blah, blah. Like, love, let's love everybody. We're wonderful people. Let's just all watch the band. So he was trying to be like Michelle Obama. Messing? When they go low, you go high. <laughs> you go high. Yeah, he was trying to do that, but it didn't work out. As soon as he said, are we winning right now as a culture? Are we popular in society? Accept the winning team's strategy. Okay, that's where that's first where he fucked they're up. Not winning, they're cheating, and they have been cheating <laughs> for a very long time. For a very long time, <laughs> and they continue to move the yeah. finish line so that they can stay in the lead. Now, exactly, do I agree that we don't have to be mean? Like being mean gets you mm-hmm. nowhere in any account with anybody. But there's a difference between being mean and there's also and between being mean and I'm not about to put up with your shit. Right. And I think a lot of times, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, and I'm very guilty of it when you're around the other people, your first initial thought process or action is I'm not going to put up with your shit. So you already like, I, I've got my eye on just like they got their eye on us because they like, oh shit, is they about to rob us or kill us or act a fool as if that's what we randomly do. But mm-hmm. we also looking at them like, are you about to call the police on me for anything because you don't think I belong here? So I think, right. you know, <laughs> Oh, oh, Daniel, send me your location. <laughs> I'm not going to cancel them, though. Uh, oh, that's Cali, though. Did you say send me your location? Oh, wow, Daniel what? sees them. He's seen he the best part. The oh. oh, boy, please. Okay. Um... Next story. <laughs> this is so funny. I don't know how. Okay, so I did not do this intentionally, oh, everybody. <laughs> I swear we to can't, God. Who up now? Who <laughs> I swear to God. God. Nobody. We already canceled Gucci. However, <laughs> um, Dapper Dan, who is known for, you know, taking Gucci, like, items and enhancing them for celebrities yeah like hood celebrities so um dapper dan announced the new gucci change makers program to scout fashion designers mm-hmm. of color after gucci's blackface sweater controversy but i thought people were, were so uh, this canceling is canceling dapper dan uh they were canceling dapper dan and gucci and this is why He's trying, but he's trying to come out of his cancellation 
He's trying to restore um, himself his subscription instead of being canceled. He's trying to get a subscription. Yes. So apparently this program will help fashion gurus of color break into the Mm -hmm. fashion industry. Gucci donated $5 million Mm -hmm. in funding in this partnership um, in cities like Miami, Atlanta, New York, D.C., Houston, and L.A. And they made it on. (laughs) Sorry. Not interested. So we have fashion people in Chicago. Yes. Sure do. We have quite a few. Um, but yeah, so Gucci and Dapper Dan are trying to get us back, but you know what? I don't think we going. Good try. Oh, they trying to do, they tried to sorry. extend a 30 days free trial and people like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. Y'all got to have come out with something dope and I might give you right. an email right. address. <laughs> but as of right now. Cause that's what folks be doing mm-hmm. for title. <laughs> so, okay. Um, damn, I am so terrible today. Okay, this is bad. Okay, so we talked about Michael Jackson a couple of weeks ago. Oh, God. Oh, what now? He is dead. Every- is still doing stuff. <laughs> he didn't do this nigga got more consistently now than he okay. did when he was alive. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So we all know that the docuseries Leaving Neverland has caused a lot of drama. So radio stations all over the world have started pulling um, some of Michael Jackson's music as a result of this docuseries. However, the, the key person behind all of these accusations doesn't believe Michael's music should be muted. Ah, the accuser, nah, Wade nah, Robson. Nah. <laughs> Anybody else but him? Claims he's he's not the moral authority on muting MJ. It's up to everyone individually to decide how to deal with the disturbing allegations. So now he's about Michael. to wrap his way. See and you. I already told you I'm not for this nigga. He all he all he wants is money and recognition. He wanted to perform at Michael's. Uh, he wanted to be a part of Michael's funeral. He said he couldn't delete Michael's number or his messages. He was just so like, oh, like oh my god, oh I'm so hurt. I can't believe I won't be able to call. I can't him call no my more. racist. He anymore. wanted to. Um, Exactly. He wanted to be the one to choreograph um, Michael's "This Is It" like um, Cirque du Soleil um, show. I thought you so was, like, I thought she was like he wanted to be the one to uh, choreograph Michael Jackson's funeral. I was about to be like, "Now, come on!" <laughs> but like he said, he was so hurt about all of this. Like he can't believe Michael's gone. Now, now they don't want us to mute his music. So what you want us to do? You the one who telling us he looking at your booty hole, and now, now you. <laughs> that's what he said. I am quoting him at off my, of the documentary. He, no, I don't. That's not. <laughs> I don't. 
why'd you say that? Oh, God. Okay. We're about to get canceled before we even get on. All right. <laughs> they gonna cancel us. Sorry. We- they not gonna cancel me because they understand I am just telling the people what he's already told us. So what do you mean? Like this is what you told us about this man, but oh, don't mute his music. I'm not, you know, that's not what I really. I don't really want that. I don't want you to mute his music, but keep talking about me in this, in this, so I can get some interviews and go on TV and make a few dollars. That's what's really going on here. This he is like bullshit. I came out. So, I'm he not like, here for him. The whole point of me coming out after he died was that he wouldn't get affected, but I would get my fame. Okay. <laughs> right. I I just, this is about me. Okay. This is not about Michael here. at I'm all. I'm the victim. Okay? <laughs> Pay attention to me. Let's just forget that it was Michael Jackson who did all of this. It's It's about me. Just pay attention to me. Play his music, you know, watch his movies, do all of that. But, you know, this is about me. Whatever. Fuck that nigga. He lying anyway. I I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I love Michael Jackson. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, uh, okay, positive news. Okay, positive. <laughs> oh. Cause you got you was like, what the hell? <laughs> Is that the positive that happened? Um, it's maybe not. I don't want to say positive, but I think it's cool. So I grew up not being able to watch this television show. Um, I really, really, really used to sneak and watch this show. Like it would come on on Sundays. Um, after either before or after The Simpsons, I can't Uh remember because whatever the case is, I couldn't watch The Simpsons either because my mama was super religious and or is super religious, and she was like, All of that's a bad influence, so you're not supposed to watch it. However, I watched In Living Color despite her thinking I didn't. I know where you were going with that. I'm like, What was so bad? (laughs) In Living Color, you couldn't watch In Um, Living Color, but. Jesus, what you had to watch? Was, uh, what was that? What pastor? What, uh, preacher? All day. Oh, God. I was, on Sundays, I was so irritated no, that football church. wasn't on. And the only... Right. I lived... I honestly lived at church at that point in my life. I was a um, a church kid. And so when In Living Color went off the air, it was 1994. So I was 14 years old. Wow. So you can kind of see why my mom really didn't want me watching it in okay. because some of the content wasn't um, kid that, appropriate. Okay. However, that also makes sense. What if you said when it got mm-hmm. off the air in 94? Oh, mm-hmm. no. I was no, 14. My household was still a heathen because I watched it from <laughs> I watched it from the end from the beginning <laughs> to the end and in 94 I was 17 so carry on whatever so um so not only will fans get to watch the cast reunite in the classic pilot but they will also get a chance to join in on discussions because during the Tribeca Film Festival the cast is reuniting for their 25th um anniversary so I thought that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. um Tribeca is a pretty big film festival it's from April 24th to the May 5th and um, I think it's cool because I, I actually know more 
and live in color skits, then I probably and people go hate me. Then episodes of Martin. So like I know Martin is another one of those cult things that everybody go probably jump down uh-huh. my throat about. But um, I I love and live in color. It was one of the first sketch comedy shows that had a predominantly black cast, if not the only. <coughs> but. Um, what else do I have? Oh, that one's sad. I don't think I want to talk about it, but I will mention that we should pray for Barbara Walters because actually I'll talk about it because she's an icon in um, journalism. Uh-huh. She's suffering from advanced Aww. dementia. And apparently she can't re- even recognize some of her friends. I thought she was so going to say she can't read, be... but that's still worse. Don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Keep keep it keep it solemn. Keep it solemn. Keep it solemn. Take a deep breath. Okay. Thank you. Um so Barbara Watson is 89 and apparently Whoopi went to go visit her and she really didn't know who uh Whoopi was and she was a little frightened. And and Whoopi like just excused herself and she said she was very heartbroken. But I mean, Barbara Walters is doing fine. But if you know anybody who has had mm-hmm. dementia, like they are not the same person they were when you knew, like when they were in their prime. So the family was just hoping the sight of familiar faces would bring her some comfort. But um, right now, nothing seems to be working. So it's pretty yeah. sad because um, because we all watched twenty twenty. This is twenty twenty, and I'm Barbara. I watched. It depends <laughs> she on what would. she had going on, but that wasn't something that I was like. Yeah, but she was the only person that could interview anybody mm-hmm. outside of Oprah. True. Now I did Them two to watch women her, her interview video. everybody. She, she did the interview with Whitney Houston. Right. Yeah. And she did an interview with with Michael Jackson before too, didn't she? Right. Sure did. Okay. So she's she's an icon. She's an icon. Um. Did you watch um Real Housewives of Atlanta? Okay. Let's take a couple moments to talk about um some of this episode. So it was the episode of Eva's uh-huh. wedding. And I thought it was very beautiful. Yes. It was very that. nice. Uh, um, I don't think she got her money's worth, but I did not eat the food, nor did I drink the drink. $1,000 a plate? From what I... <laughs> <laughs> Candy was like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> she said, I had lions, tigers, and bears, but oh my, did I not <laughs> pay $1,000 per $1, plate? <laughs> so I don't know what when they were talking about the menu they said short ribs and lamb and chicken and all kind of things were on the menu listen uh-uh. if if I'm throwing a, 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 a reception you go either get the chicken or the fish that's all you got <laughs> there are no options you will get the potatoes no, or no, the no. green beans no you <laughs> too much with the fish cause it, is it usually when you go to a uh, um, you right, you right. It's usually like beef, it's like some type of beef and tenderloin, 
something. <laughs> yeah, right. With some gravy. You're going to get that, that slab of fake beef, or you're going to get. <laughs> you're gonna get a chick you're gonna your options is a chicken quarter or that slither of beef sitting up there <laughs> you're gonna get this right. family you, style yeah family. it'd be no matter of fact it'd be the pot roast it'd be like the pot roast that they buy at the deli so oh, you're gonna get yeah. this deli pot roast or you gonna get this chicken quarter? <laughs> and sometimes it'd be like you get all the pieces. So they just give you. They put like uh, they put like a ten piece on each on each uh mm-hmm. on, on each, each table. table. Y'all got to fight and... over the chicken breast. Like good luck. <laughs> or God damn it, I, I right. lost this leg. That's all that's left. Right. Is a leg. Or and if you're a vegetarian, <laughs> we would have you a salad. Mm. Pray church. That's the pray church. Uh, no, 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 because you get a salad. Well, you, you get a salad. You get that little mixed green. If you vegetarian, you with gotta, one tomato and one crouton. You gotta fill up on that salad if you vegetarian. But those are your options. <laughs> Please let us know that you're vegetarian. <laughs> and we will have a salad on standby for you. <laughs> yeah. But people have started to do a little better. That's why I said chicken or the fish. You know, you get chicken or you get some salmon. Salmon. And you know, you done paid a little. Salmon. <laughs> yeah, they gotta eat this damn black. They, look, I'm about to make this Cajun lemon butter tilapia. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay, okay. So anyway, I don't know what the food tasted like. I don't know what the drinks tasted like they were overflowing because Shamari's drunk ass was having a great time. <laughs> nah. Her it is getting too far now. <laughs> yes. I was actually with her at first and she's like, you know, I got kids and a husband and I just want to let my hair down a little bit. But um um after um the wedding I was like, oh you need to put right. down the drink. Candy was like, "Come on, you chill, chill, out. Chill. chill out, honey. Let's 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 go have a seat. Right. Did you Come eat on. today? Come Did- get a bread roll. And- <laughs> That's what she said. She had. Come I on, had get this bread. bread roll and it's for a thousand dollars a plate. They better have some gold encrusted chicken. Come get you a piece of gold chicken and a, and a, uh and a bread <laughs> yeah. roll. Like uh, we have gold right. salmon." We have gold. <laughs> we have what uh, could you gold possibly for your short for a thousand dollars a plate? You gotta have a damn hibachi grill at every damn <laughs> at every damn <laughs> at every table. You've been to the <laughs> girl. So I don't know what none of that was, but everything else it looked really pretty. She, she looked really pretty. Um, so a lot of things were said. Uh, on this episode that got people up in arms and so she posted and deleted something um and I think I still have a screenshot I'm trying to get to it but they uh, wrote their own vows and her husband actually called God a her I I heard that and so and so I actually thought that that was pretty dope um I did not have any problems no. with it, um, uh, unlike um, some of you other people. And so, basically, Eva had she posted and deleted 
something where she said, you know, God transcends all. Um, God is a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless, you know, all of that. And because y'all was really, y'all was really up in arms about her husband calling God a her. Why? Now, I guess because people envision God as a man. So this is <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I just wish that y'all would find please some business. In twenty nineteen, <laughs> like, I want us to get back to just minding our own business and not being up in arms exactly. about nothing. About absolutely nothing. nothing because that was the dumbest thing that y'all could I heard it and I didn't even flinch. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. And so in the Bible, it doesn't necessarily it, it they use he, okay? In the Bible they use he for things, okay? They also interchange God and people get God and Jesus mixed up mm-hmm. all the dogs on time. Y'all, y'all call Jesus God and God Jesus and you know it's a he. I, I honestly don't don't know what God, the actual Father who sits and Mother who sits right. up there on on the throne. Don't you you nobody has seen this person because it ain't it's a person a spirit. It is who, and it's whoever it's the spirit of who with. you connect with. So all I'm gonna say is, all you Bible scholars, find you some Just business up in arms because about it is nothing. Y'all, let absolutely y'all need to chill nothing. out, or y'all gonna end up having to pop in a, a vessel or something because y'all is just. Y'all going too crazy. Y'all, y'all getting too stressed they right, about nothing. Because that was nothing. But that wasn't the only thing they were stressed out about. So I know y'all ain't come, y'all came from these perfect families where um, mothers and fathers, when they get married and have babies, they just stay together forever. However, there are some people who have children before they, they get married. They was mad about you that, know that too. You, I know you lying. Girl, they was mad. They were mad when she said that as far as she's concerned, Michael Sterling is Marley's dad. But we all know that that's not his biological mm-hmm. child, right? So they people got all upset about that. So much so, Marley's biological father Googled her name, Marley McCall, and it said that she is Kevin McCall's daughter. And he tweeted, I'm going to just sit this right here. No debate necessary. Y'all go be okay. Now, if the daddy don't care what the fuck he about no, she like, said about he is doing a, sometimes you know you just have to you just have to put your pride aside and you just have to say you know what he is doing a hell of a lot better job than I am. Salute to him, right? And right, let him he do probably it. looking at it like they in a home together. 
He is raising mm-hmm. my child. Technically, he is playing the role of the father. I am not about to argue with y'all about this. Like, the internet drives me crazy, sis, with the bullshit. But, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I got for the tea today. I feel like I've you done You missed enough. one thing, though. So, I think what it was I yesterday or one day this week, Wendy Williams. Um, oh, see, I was trying to be nice. I didn't want to talk about her because there's too much going I was on just, with her, Steve. It, it's last, I was just but going let's go. to mention the part of her um, saying that she was in a sober home. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because she... <laughs> you can't just start with that. So I'm gonna finish it. You started it. I'm good at finishing. So she um is in a sober house because she's been dealing with addiction. You know, she's mm-hmm. had a few injuries and she, you know, is dealing with pain management. And a lot of people don't take the time to take care of themselves and they get addicted to these painkillers. Um, and they just be popping them like candy. Um, and I'm glad that she is um, seeking help and she might as well be in a sober house because her husband not in the see, house because he see, out um, gallivanting with his with his mistress so <laughs> she might she might as well get herself together because that nigga don't give a shit <laughs> at all at all he don't care but none he ain't here for okay. it okay I'm done prayers yeah. to Wendy Williams we'll all right. Um, okay. We are back and it's time for Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my good friends posed this question today on Twitter and I had a real life response. And I feel like we should talk about it because us as women, we got to do better. So mm-hmm. the question was, do women motivate each other when it comes to fitness like men do and my response to that question was nope lots of let me know when you work out but never actually available only speaking from my personal experience Mm -hmm. and not on behalf of the um, female race We a race now. <laughs> we a race. We a whole race. We That's running this race. Hey, hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so context. Glory. <laughs> context. You know, so like D, he work out every day. Mm-hmm. And he has homies who either work out with him or they'll text each other be like, man, what you doing in the gym today? Oh, I'm doing arms. Oh, okay, I did arms yesterday. I'm going to do legs. Mm-hmm. You know, you should try woo-wop, shabam. All right, cool, bro. Woo-wop, bop, 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 shabu-wop, bam. Then my homie E, who posted that question, him and his guys used to be like them skinny big head boys that you'd be like, they cute, but they too scrawny. They want they, they proportion was not proportion but now they done got in the gym they 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 are swole you hear me looking like fine fine young specimens you hear me eating clean telling each other what kind of 
peanut butter to buy because some is more healthy. Like they just be going too far. Like mm-hmm. just just trying to help each other out. Yeah. Um and I when he when I saw the question, I had to sit back and really think how many times I asked people to work out with me and they'd be like, Man, you go too far. You be do- going hard. You be doing this. I don't know. Yeah. Let me know where you go. And I'm like, damn, I could I haven't only had literally two to three females say actually show up to workouts when we plan to work out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And I'm like, um, I agree. I mean, just with my experience, I mean, usually when I get it to the point where I'm on my weight loss journey or I'm trying to go to the gym regularly, I'm usually going by myself and my journey is on my own. Like this, I don't really have accountability partners or somebody to be like, I'll meet you at the gym. Let's, let's do it or anything mm-hmm. like that. Or I'll let's take turns doing meal, meal prep or anything like that is usually on a female perspective is usually me on my own. And I think that from on the outside looking in, a lot of the other females that I know is usually an individual type thing. Um, I've had, had a few times where, now here's the thing with me. I've had, had a few instances where me and friends may say, you know, let's meet up to the gym or I'm going to the gym or I meet you there. But the workout isn't the same for me. Like when I go to the gym, I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to do and I'm trying to push myself. And mm-hmm. it's like the few times that I've gone with friends, like I've had some friends where we don't even work out together. We both like just doing our own separate things. We might hit the treadmill together. And then I've had instances where mm-hmm. I've been with a friend and I feel like they not really, they don't really work out regularly like that. So it's like, I'm trying to do my workout and they like, what's this? How you do this? And, let me see how many I can do it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this strong. Ooh, this heavy. And it's like, okay, I I didn't I didn't come and hit a play. <laughs> exactly. I'm I not... am here to work out. I had a workout partner that used to want to take see, selfies yeah, all the time, like, take pictures. I ain't got time for that. One, I don't want to be here. Like nobody wants to be at the gym. <laughs> so no, I'm not. When I go to the gym, I'm changing. And I'm doing my workout. Ain't no stopping. Ain't no pauses. I might sit and regather myself when I get on the machine. But ain't no sitting and pausing and texting and making taking phone calls and all that. I'm coming in. I'm putting my earbuds yeah. in. I'm doing what I got to do. And I am out. So I need somebody yep. that if we go into the gym, we like, all right, come on, do your set. Bam, cool. I got you count my set. Spot me. Da, 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 da. And I just, I haven't had that experience with females. Now, you know, we'll, oh, I'm, we'll talk, oh, I'm going to the gym today, me too, but it don't be no accountability or we don't really push each other like, did you go? Or any, like, cause my plan this week mm-hmm. was to go to the gym uh, five days, like to go all this week. I've been Monday. Oh shit! So, well, my job, my um plan was not to be a fat ass, but I am literally. Girl, a fat not ass right not now. only have I not <laughs> made it to the gym but once this week, 
talk about fat ass pizza Monday. Pizza then took some pizza for work yesterday. Then had catfish and spaghetti. Just had a few uh spoons of Dairy Queen because it's up the street and it's a setup. So, you know, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, I hope that the ladies here that are that's listening, you know. I would like to know what their experience is. If you guys, ladies, if you working out, if you're on a fitness journey, share with us what your experience has been when it comes to having accountability partners or just that community around your friends. Yeah, because I um I would love to hear, you know, like what women do to get themselves mm-hmm. back into shape or to get motivated right. or that those kind of things. Because to be honest, I am a I'm pretty fit, yeah. like for the most part. But um as of late, I've you know, I'm um putting on some inches in some areas which I'm okay with. However, some mm-hmm. of my pants don't fit the way they should. And there was this one time in the movies about a month and a half ago where I had to unbuckle, unbutton mm-hmm. my top button, and I was just like, Jesus, can you just help the weather out so I can yeah. go running on the lake, and then I'm going to be right. all right. Yeah. I'm going to just be all right. But if I just had somebody to run with or somebody to just be like, see, let's do and hold each other accountable. that that's the key thing. I think that right. like we could sit up and talk all day, like this is what I wanna do and this how and this how I'm gonna do it and da 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 and and you could give me your plan and I'm like, Okay, and I might try this and you might try that. But if we not like checking in and did you go to the gym or uh what did you do today at the gym or what you working on at the gym or you know, um what did you have for lunch or What's your what's your plan to eat for for eating this week? It we mm-hmm. just a lot of times it just be conversation, and a lot of times those conversations yep. is really just get back up again. We <laughs> we <laughs> fall down, so, you know, right? Well, sis, I'm gonna yeah. do my best to keep you accountable. I will check um, in on you and and. You know, make sure you go to the gym. Um, You don't have to worry. I can see your tears. Your tears. (laughs) I'll be there when when you fall. Don't eat no more cupcakes. Leave them all. It ain't the cupcakes. It's the hair oh, that I've worn. But, but that also, <laughs> just one more thing, one last thing. It it kind of, I'm just seeing now with the circle of friends that me and my D have been hanging around. Uh, we've been, you know, around a circle of people and it's a lot of couples. And what I notice is like the ladies we're good. Like some of us, we're closer than others and we're tight. But what I noticed mm-hmm. about the fellas in this group is that they all are tight and they get along. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, I just think, I don't know what it is about 
women when it comes to friendships and sisterhood that we can't get it like the code for us is not as strong as it is for the brothers because like mm-hmm. girl like they be they can see each other like they saw each other Monday and then turned around and saw each other again Tuesday and it was like you would have thought that they ain't seen each other Right. They like, on what's Monday. up, bro? What's going on, bro? You good? Yeah, come on, let's take some shots. Like, y'all just y'all was taking shots. Yeah. Yeah. You should still be drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> are you aware of how right. much you drank like, last you, night? <laughs> you ain't are you have you recovered from the shots last night? So, but yeah, that's it. All right. If you have a topic, you know how to reach us. You can email us the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. You can hit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, slide in our DMs, send us a message. We'll just keep it on the low. And we. All right. Um, or eight. That's some shit. And of course, you know, Fee has to go first because she's the best. <laughs> so my first story is I am getting highly perturbed and pissed off at the fact that I want some Nike Air Max 270 and all the colors that I want, they no longer have my size. But that's beyond Aww. the point. <laughs> I've been searching for this shit for two days now. Okay. Aww. That's all right. Yeah. That's so let me go. Give me one second. I have to leave Foot Locker and get to my stories. Um, so I'm going to do this one first. My first one is Did you see the video? It was going around of this Caucasian male kind, kind of like giving his um, two cents on black people or black women with natural hair like shampooing their hair. No. Yeah, it was it was he's a YouTuber and um he decided that he wanted to kind of explain or give his opinion about the way that some natural YouTubers were doing their hair. And he got oh, okay. and you know, of course black Twitter went in on him because you know, he was like one he made a comment about, you know, because one of the videos, the girl had took down her braids. I don't know if she had like a sew-in or something or she just had them braided down from her wig. And she was like, okay, I need to shampoo my hair. And they had been up in the braids for a while. And he was like, well, that's nasty. And I feel I would feel dirty if I didn't wash my hair every day. We don't have to. <sighs> and then sometimes you just have to educate yourself, right? But it was just one of those things where you know his privilege got the best of him. So, yeah. So I'll send you uh, the link if you. I know you're not interested. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to see him at all. Don't tell me what to do with my hair, sir. Have a seat. Okay, my hair that you don't know nothing, nothing about. about. Nothing. <sighs> then he had the nerve to say it's that's. It's so um, interesting to me how um, people with darker skin, when they wash their hair, it's like it it, it gathers together like a like a um, cotton candy. 
first of all, don't you ever say nothing about black folks and cotton in the same sentence. Because you liable to get your ass whooped. Exactly. We don't fuck with cotton. We barely want cotton balls in our house. So, anyway, never mind. So, um, a a Las Vegas cop charged with misconduct after recording a man's genitals and using the (laughs) N-word. So, Officer Rachel Sorkow has been booked a five count of misconduct okay. of a police officer and one count of indecent exposure and capturing an image of another person's private area. This police officer, talk about taking a um, badge and using it for your right. advantage. Right. So they started investigating her because um, she it was she was accused of like looking up people's personal data for like her mm-hmm. friends or acquaintances. Like if she was our girl and we just started dating somebody, we could be like, mm-hmm. girl, I need to check him out. And she'd go in the system. So it started with that. And then they end up confiscating her phone. And that's, they saw more video. So there was one video of her asking a man who uh, was who appears to be mentally ill he was dressed in a uh, he was in a dress and she told him to do the Dougie and twerk and she recorded mm-hmm. him then there's another video of her feeding gummy bears to a man in handcuffs um and you know she was kind of taunting him then there's another video um where she was responding to a domestic violence call and it was a, a heavy set intoxicated woman. And she asked the woman, would she be on the uh, reality show, My 600 Pound Life? What? Yeah. And then after that, there was another video. Um, the man was handcuffed. They responded to a call of a man exposing himself in front of a business. So once they mm-hmm. handcuffed him, uh, she was telling him to kick the police car and um, every time he kicked the car you could see his gen- his gen- genitals and mm. she zoomed in on it and was laughing or whatever and so then once they got in the video she was telling him to say like what's up my nigga and, um, <sighs> and then asked and what are black people trying to get him to say the mm-hmm. N-words. So she is currently out on a $5,000 bail, but the girl is trash. And now for my last story. Okay. I don't know. You, um, you ready? I, I'm sitting down. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Why I feel like you took that breath backwards? I'm still working my way back okay 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 well I'm gonna let you slide you ready yeah okay two men in Italy were cleared of rape charges because the alleged victim looked too masculine 
Yeah, she was too ugly. They was like, yeah, she was too ugly to get raped. So, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, a minute. so let me let me get the stuff to the people. So, a, pro, a protest broke broke out in Italy on Monday following news that two men were cleared of rape charges in two, 2017 because the alleged victim was too masculine. Three female judges acquitted the men and claimed that the women's story, the woman's story must not be credible because she didn't look feminine enough and wasn't considered attractive by her alleged attackers. They also said that one of the men had the, the ladies, the victim's name uh, saved in his phone as Viking. And so that was the reason why she felt like he wasn't attracted to her. It went on. It then went on to say the case has sparked outrage in Italy and raised questions about the treatment of rape victims. Almost one in three women have experienced physical or sexual violence in the country, according to a report from the European Institute for Gender Equality. Damn, that's a lot. Right. So they are actually um, going to do a retrial of the case. And they're okay. going to have it in another area. But okay. what got me about this story was three women got uh, let them go. And the and the reason that they said that they couldn't they couldn't have possibly raped her because she wasn't cute. <laughs> and then they said that they believed that the victim um, put herself in a position to be raped, be, raped and drugged and raped because she supposedly had invited them over or put herself in a position where it could happen. It was crazy, but yeah, this is the world we live in in 2019 mm, where, mm, you know, mm. if you're not the most attractive or most feminine, then, you know, there's no way you can be raped. That's all I got. Ooh. All right. Well, Mine isn't so heavy because, you know, Sorry. I no. am not a grown-up. You know, I'm not a grown-up, so it's okay. Oh, God. Um, the fact so that you said of... that, just let me know. There's about to be some foolishness. Go ahead. Well, the first one is one of the most famous vegan YouTubers. Uh, she had over 3.5 million subscribers, was recently caught on camera Um and I don't want to say this, but I have to read it. This is These are not my words, people. She was caught on camera sucking on some succulent meat in Mexico. <laughs> wow. Did they have to say <laughs> sucking on succulent meat in Mexico? <laughs> I knew but when you said vegan and said I knew it was about to come out that Mm-hmm. She was eating some meat. Yeah. So her name on YouTube is Ravana, um, and she was exposed in a video as a meat slash fish eater. She's one of the most famous vegan YouTubers. She has over three million followers, but she lost one point nine million subscribers on in total. She lost. Um, 450,000 on her English channels and and a whole bunch on her Spanish version. And I'm pretty and sure so, that her sponsorship dropped yeah. drastically. 
Yeah, so there was just a video of her. She, I think, actually, like her, it was her friend's video, and she gets really uncomfortable once she realized she's on camera because she saw her she in saw front her, of her, her bag drop. <laughs> right away. She saw like, her bag disappear right before her ass. But see, being that I'm a new YouTuber, that's why I am not trying to box myself into one category. I know you're supposed <laughs> to have your niche and everything like that, but uh-huh. like, you know, I'm not going to be see like, oh, I'm a natural hair YouTuber because I might turn around and want to relax my hair and then bam, there go half my my followers or my um, sponsor or I'm a beauty YouTuber. And one day I decide I want to be Alicia Keys and not wear no makeup. That, that You know, so I, I one thing that I know people can't say about me is that I am not over 40. So that is the thing that I try to push. And I can encompass a lot of things with that. But yeah, sis, I mean, because I didn't try that no meat. You know, I ain't going to say no meat, but you know my struggle and shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just want a different kind of protein. So, you know. <laughs> Trust me, I understand. Cause like, so D's been vegetarian for a month now. Oh god! I saw the the, the stuff peppers. Oh, so I used Beyond Meat the other day. Mm-hmm. That was Beyond and it's Meat. A, it's, it's actually so like I don't like Impossible Burgers, but I do like Beyond Burgers and the Beyond Meat. Okay. So like, I can actually use those. They actually taste like meat. Mm-hmm. So you're not sitting up there like, what the fuck, yo? Yeah. I don't like a real burger. So um, I just found the impossible burgers to be kind of dry. So I'm not saying that I'm jumping over the ve- veganism or a vegetarian. However, I can understand why people do it because you do feel different when you eat a certain way. Mm-hmm. But um, don't be mad if you see me get some Harold's. Or some J&J fish because well, I love seafood. We're not about to sell ourselves as vegan nothing. This ain't no, no. vegan podcast. So, bitch, <laughs> all we do is talk shit. All we do is we talk enough shit. Now, There's plenty of shit to talk. Right. Now, if you, if one day we be like, new episode, and we send up something about according to Psalms 3, verse 2, <laughs> and, and that's all you hear through the whole podcast and we're talking about yeah so when I stitch my when I crochet my hats I like to use three quarter stitch with the seven inch yarn then you can be like I don't know what the hell I just said (laughs) you can be like what the hell or we're talking about we are black queens and and black black (laughs) kings and we need to get together and come together and unify about the revolution and bow on island then you can be like, okay, these ones we're gonna lost it, but yeah, right. that's why you know, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Don't be, don't box I, yourself in. Don't box me in. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only thing that came to mind. We should have. Okay. that was a sign. That was a red flag. Then, um, so I have one more story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> we cannot forget the Ferguson protest that happened back in 2014 mm-hmm. after the death of Mike Brown. 
So it is very odd that a puzzling number, and this is what the headline says, uh, a number of men tied to the Ferguson protest have since died. So I heard young, something about that. Two young men were found dead inside torch cars. Three others died of apparent suicide. Another collapsed on a bus, and his death was ruled an overdose. Um, all men had connections to the protest in Ferguson, which obviously drew attention on social media mm-hmm. and um, in the activist community. Um, and police are saying there is no evidence that the deaths have anything to do with the protests. Hmm. Um, but activists say they have concerns about the connection. As um, they should. They said um, that even four and a half years after his death, that there are threats, mostly anonymous, that protest leaders continue to receive. So everybody is on like pins and needles. No arrests have been made. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they don't have no witnesses. They they really don't think any of this is connected. But I'm sorry, it, it just don't sound. That right don't to sound me. right to me either. That don't sound right at all. So I hope they figure out what's going on. But just like you know. We don't really know a lot of things that happen when it comes to conspiracies and hiding the truth and all of that. We we may never really understand um, what happened. Right. And I actually, so there's a picture in this one article. I actually just tweeted it um, that I remember seeing them on TV that one of the these young men, um, his bullet written body was found in a burning car. So not only did they shoot this one guy, they burnt him up. Right. And I saw something where I don't know if it was in Ferguson, but they mm-hmm. was like it was somebody. I saw a story somewhere. I don't know. This might not even be um related, but they said that the guy shot himself, but he was in handcuffs. So I what the- Yeah. So so now what I guess now the thing is gonna be to cover the, to just start making up outlandish ass stories to cover up you know the foul shit that they do right this is crazy, but yeah, I hope they really find out uh, what's going on a lot of the family members of these um young men are saying that they believe they were either lynched or they killed them because they were activists so um, more to come on that because I'm gonna pay attention to see yeah. um, what comes out of it. Okay. Um, we'll be right back. Me 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 me. Mm. <laughs> I ain't singing today. <laughs> yeah, we are gonna have to figure something else out because yes. trying to sing just it's not working. Uh, it just it ain't working. Okay. Um, so as you know, we talked all that shit and now we are here to be positive. Um, best way to end the show. Do you have anything? Um, Ooh, I just I saw something. something, but go ahead. I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay. Um, so we all know that Tyler Perry has a really 
um, Big Heart. Um, he has been known to help people out um, in all sorts of circumstances. Um, so a grieving family is um, the recent recipient of one of his good acts. Um, Tyler Perry has stepped in to help um, a woman. Her name is Tynesha Evans. Her four children, after police say, she was fatally shot by her boyfriend on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the woman's daughter says that she got a call from Tyler after the news broke and was surprised to hear how much he was willing to help. Mm-hmm. So apparently he is paying the rent and a lot of expenses for the four children who lost their mom. So um, he's always doing amazing things. Like he bought all those kids layaways for Christmas mm-hmm. and people was mad because it wasn't enough. But, you know, good job, It wasn't Tyler. enough. Man, don't, don't, don't get me going back there. You know, people just, people are stupid. But anyway, what yeah. you got? Um, I don't have anything this week. Okay. Well, it was wonderful, wonderful talking with my sis today. Yes, so, it was. Um, like I said earlier, if you have a topic, you have a question, concern, something you would love to get our opinion on, shoot us an email at two chicks talking shit at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media. And until next week, we'll talk to you real soon. Peace. Bye.